And now it's time for Letter to Hong Kong with legislator Ju Hoi Thick. The following program is a personal view program. Dear villagers of Yunkong Sunchun, last week I was kicked out from the village representative election by the government's returning officer, declaring that I do not sincerely uphold the basic law and pledge allegiance to the Hong Kong SAL. Lots of media coverage came out afterwards. But unfortunately, most reporters mentioned the name of our village without knowing where it is. It worries me that you may follow the narrative of the mass media by thinking that I have been using the village election as an excuse to start a political war against the government. This open letter is an explanation of my ideas. I guess before the disqualification of my candidacy, not many of you have heard about the upcoming village election. And even fewer have voted in the past. Frankly, the 15-year-old village representative election system does not seem to encourage villagers' participation, especially among new residents. If you are not an indigenous villager, you need to live in the village for more than three years to be eligible to register as a village voter. A village has at least two representatives: one for indigenous villagers. And one for residents, but most of the time the latest seat is taken over by another indigenous villager of the major clan. Competitions seldom involves real difference between election platforms, not to mention visions about the future of the rural area. But that is what a village representative election should be about. Take Yunkong Sunchun as an example. When I wrote my election platform. I realized that a village is actually the best testing ground for new ideas and initiatives, from management of burial ground to revitalization of abundant farmland, from promotion of renewable energy to recycling system, from establishment of childcare to elderly care cooperatives. All these issues happen within a manageable size of 800 residents. Compared to the gigantic New Territory West Legislative Council geographical constituency, with a population of two million, for such an interesting position, I can't find any reason not to run as soon as possible. And to me, every village seat uncontested is a huge waste of political opportunity. At the same time, my participation in the election relates to the campaign to reform the Hungi Kok. Thirteen hundred village representatives are the foundation of the three-tier representative institution in the new territories, above which we have twenty-seven rural committees and the Hongi Kok. Currently, the rural committees are operating in a black box, and very few information is open to the public. There is an urgent need to amend the corresponding legislations to make both the rural committees and the Hongi Kok more transparent and accountable. They should represent the views of the majority, concern about the environment, but not focus on real estate interests of the minority. But I was barred from running. It has nothing to do with my village election platform and my proposed reform of the rural committees and the Hongi Kok. At the surface of it, the returning officer did not accept my interpretation of what is meant to uphold this basic law. I declared so, and he just didn't believe it. But the core issue is that this government, under the control of the Chinese Communist Party, does not believe in his people. They want to do political screening before the voters choose. 
They want to know the result prior to the election. They intervene on every level, from the chief executive election to the village representative elections. And even more alarming is the political logic behind the returning officer's decision. I was told that not only myself cannot advocate for independence, but I need to denounce others' right to do so in order to secure my eligibility as a candidate. If this logic get rooted in Hong Kong, we will lose our right to keep silent. The promotion of this logic is exemplified by the coming enactment of national anthem ordinance, actively performing. The national anthem in a manner harmful to the dignity is an offence, but not standing respectfully at the occasion where the national anthem is performed may also be prosecuted. In the future, everyone needs to act patriotically in order to stay away from trouble. Pro-Beijing legislator Priscilla Leung even went so far as to propose that management teams of public venues should be held responsible for letting users discuss sensitive political issues. The world is facing unprecedented challenges on different levels. Global warming and the related extreme weather have triggered social unrest in different regions, and will only become more severe and frequent in the near future. Pollution. Degradation of ecosystem, aging and poverty, the development of artificial intelligence and biological engineering, are all posing fundamental questions about the essence and continuation of humankind. Liberal democracy itself is being challenged for not able to bring about real change, but a Chinese-style authoritarian rule suffocating Hong Kong and spreading across the world would definitely make things worse. You can't make the world a better place by not letting people speak. It is as simple as that. The Yunkong Sunshin Village election was ended suddenly, but they cannot stop the campaign to carry on. I lost the candidacy, but in return, I gained a lot of opportunities to promote democracy, freedom of speech, and sustainable development. I hope more villagers are ready to join hands to implement all the proposals in the election platform, and I'm confident that many more villagers are willing to compete in the next election to push for a greener and cleaner rural Hong Kong. Today marks the beginning of the Yunkong Sunshin Dajiao Festival every eight years. It prays for good weather and a peaceful nation. I wish the event. A great success, and our vegetable farmers to have good harvests in the coming year.